0: At least one program of the EPA has had consistent support regardless of the administration or the makeup of Congress. It's called WaterSense, and it's aimed at plugging household leaks thought to result in billions and billions of wasted gallons. We get more now from WaterSense lead environmental specialist, Beth Livingston. Ms. Livingston, good to have you on.
1: Thank yeah, you, great to be here.
0: And tell us more about WaterSense and the sense the EPA has of how much water that is intended to be used ends up leaking or somehow getting wasted every year. It's a lot, isn't it?
1: It is a lot. So every year, common household leaks actually waste around 1 trillion gallons of water nationwide. A trillion? And A trillion. And that's equal to about annual household water use for nearly 11 million homes. So yes, it's a lot of water wasted over nationwide. And the average home wastes nearly 10,000 gallons of that water in leaks as well.
0: Wow. That's enough to fill up all the swimming pools in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and what uh, the water sense program then does what? How does it operate?
1: So we are a partnership program, and we're sponsored by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. So we are both a label for water-efficient products and a resource for helping people save water. So we partner with plumbing and irrigation manufacturers, uh, retailers and distributors, home builders, local governments, and utilities.
0: And is there some kind of a, I mean, we all know about the electricity labels that have been in the Energy Sense program for many years. So Water Sense then is the water equivalent of Energy Sense.
1: Yeah, so exactly. So we are the sister program to Energy Star here at EPA. Energy
0: Star, right. Mm -hmm. Got it. And- Well, are there ratings on, like, do you you have a lab or do you have a way of testing water efficiency of, I guess, dishwashers and other appliance? What else uses water? Yeah,
1: so um, for WaterSense, we label mainly plumbing and outdoor irrigation products. So we've got toilets, we've got shower heads, and we've got bathroom sink faucets. And then outside, we've got irrigation um, systems and spray sprinkler bodies, So for us, we basically have a certification process in place and the federal standard government, We have our federal standards and we have them certify or the manufacturers make products that will use at least 20% less water than the current federal standard. So for instance, for toilets, it's 1.28 versus 1.6. For uh, the faucet aerators and accessories, it's usually a 30% difference off the 2.2 standard flow. And for showers, they need to use less than uh, no more than 2.0 gallons per minute.
0: And is there a grant program connected with this? The only reason I ask is because about nine months ago, some people came to my house from I don't know whether they were from the county or the state or the city, but they went through the house and put in new shower heads, which frankly, T- took some getting used to because not as much water comes through and did a few other things in the house but it also involved light bulbs that they replaced we got some free light bulbs and two free shower heads that wouldn't have been because of a well the shower heads would not have been through a water sense grant would they
1: so it probably came through your utility or another partnership so a lot of times that energy company since you had light bulbs coming in will also replace shower heads because guess what happens when you're in the shower. You don't shower with cold water, right? You shower with hot water, so that's where the energy part comes in for shower heads. So a lot of the energy companies will uh, replace the shower heads for that reason.
0: So that was really an electricity gambit as much as a water gambit,
1: right? So it helps uh, helps uh, you know Americans save water because we know the water is all we've got, right? We can't make water. What we have is what we've got, so uh, it's good to save it.
0: And in partnering with industry to try to encourage these more efficient standards for things like shower heads and toilets and so forth. There's also a, let's put it this way, a performance issue. Like if a shower head really feels feeble, people might be in there twice as long. And if a toilet doesn't quite do its job efficiently, you might use it twice or might flush it twice, this kind of thing. So how do you work with industry to balance performance such that people don't end up wasting more water because it's too weak the first time
1: around. So that's the old stuff, right? So that's why we came, WaterSense came into being because we wanted to have products that saved water and perform as well or better than standard models. So these manufacturers, you know them, you can walk into any Home Depot or Lowe's or any other supply store and see all the name brands. So they worked with WaterSense in the beginning to make sure that these standards like I said, performs well and saves water. So the showerheads of old are not the same. They've got all kinds of different engineerings in place and different ways. They all have their different manufacturing capabilities and engineering capabilities that they've created to make sure that, These things perform just as good, if not better, than standard models.
0: We're speaking with Beth Livingston. She's lead environmental specialist for the WaterSense program at the EPA. And just tell us more about the leak prevention or the leak repair program that you run kind of a sensitivity week every year. And how do you Mm -hmm. get into, I mean, the leaks are behind the walls often or, you know, I mean, that's a different issue than, than the performance of appliances.
1: Right. So um, our leaks that we're talking about are common household leaks. So these are visible leaks. So these are ones that if you're looking in your bathroom, for instance, so that's the largest use of water in the home, which is more than 50% 50 of your indoor water use. So we're talking about looking at the faucet, looking at the showerhead, looking at tub spouts. Toilets are usually your biggest culprit, and you can look at pipes under the cabinets. So, for instance, for toilets, we call them silent leaks or running toilets or a.k.a. ghost flushes. Right. So you don't realize that your toilet is leaking. So here's an easy, easy test that we talk about during this week. You take off the top of the tank, you put some food coloring in it, wait 10 minutes. And if water shows or coloring shows up in the bowl, then, you know, you have a silent leak and uh, you got to flush that so it doesn't stay in your bowl. But usually that just needs to be replaced for the flapper. And it's a very simple rubber device that holds water in the tank releases water into the bowl when the toilet is flushed. And it's, easy. like I said, easily replaced. They should be replaced every five years anyway. But they don't cost much either. They're a couple bucks.
0: Um, yeah, you can get a whole bag different. of flappers at Home Depot for like $10. Yeah, they're not go.
1: expensive. I mean, I would suggest since there are a bunch of different flappers, to either take your old flapper with you or take a picture of it so you make sure you get the right one for your toilet and you're not like going back and forth to the store. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And so then how do you measure like the results? If a trillion gallons a year is estimated to be lost, what, how do you get people to do that through this WaterSense program?
1: So we have partners throughout the country being our manufacturers as well as our utilities, and they message to their partners and to their customers in the area. A lot of them hold workshops. They have races. They do online workshops. They do stuff at the local retailers like the Home Depot and Lowe's so that people learn how to fix leaks. They also put stuff on social media We've got a lot of videos on our website as well, which is a great campaign. We've been doing it for 15 years.
0: Beth Livingston is lead environmental specialist for the WaterSense program at EPA. Thanks so much.
1: All right. Thank you. I appreciate it, Tom.
0: We'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA.
3: What I saw, it was just so many people, my own brothers and sisters who were 10 times smarter than I was, but my first five brothers were literate. They never got an opportunity to show the nation how brilliant they were. Therefore, I really took on this whole notion that my life had to be about
2: for the kinds of reasons you just talked about, that it's it's fulfilling. But can you talk a little bit more about that? There have been so many, so-called top 50
3: institutions in the United States that have come aggressively after me. And you know I flirted with a couple of them, and I went home to Alabama, because these two were very serious. And my family is brutally honest with me, and they keep me grounded. So I flew down and began to talk with them about the society there that kept me from realizing my potential and then kept so many others like me from ever realizing their potential. At the end of a conversation that we had, someone asked Mr Susulu, we're leaving this conversation thinking that you harbor no anger towards a society that locked you away for twenty seven years. Are we leaving with the correct conclusion? He said, I harbored no anger or bitterness